the line from the humidor. With Sarah Lawrence and Big Pig. Unfortunately, we are missing one Kate Shade tonight, but we have been given her grace. And her uh, seal of a pure of approval of upheaval of upheaval approval to go on with the podcast and serve our adoring fans who are clamoring to learn all about what's been going on at Northeast Michigan's only year-round professional theater for a 120-mile radius. Y'all are really clamoring, honestly. Clamoring. <laughs> I've gotten so many people, and by so many, I mean mostly my parents, whom say, we love, and saying, they're going to be so excited. Why haven't you done a podcast? So here you know, we are. If it counts, my mom really wanted to hear this too. So. Um, <laughs> Here we so, are, Mom so, and Dad. So We've why, made it into the humidor. Why haven't we done a podcast? We've been so busy. <laughs> I can barely stand right now. We're falling over. Um, wow. Okay, so like summer was great. We haven't even talked to you since summer. We completely bypassed all of Oklahoma. We did. Which inconceivably actually sold even better than yeah. Adam's family, which already broke records and completely overshot projections. Um it's all pretty ridiculous. You know, I think this is a great time great to say way. thank you to yeah. our patrons, either the ones who are listening or the ones who have no idea that we're doing a podcast, but still come and support live professional <laughs> theater in Alpena, because we had an amazing summer, and you know, so often, it's not supposed to be about, you know, the bottom line, but it's really, really rewarding and really, really... Um, encouraging. Encouraging yeah. when you're able to create art and work that you feel proud of, but also that, you know, does turn a profit. Right. Isn't that nice? Isn't that um, nice? You know, so, uh, so thank you to all of our patrons who came out and so steadfastly supported us, not only with our main stage productions and our, uh, you know, performance at the band show, but also all of our late night cabarets. We yeah. did five this year, which was very, very risky because, you know, we're only used to doing three and those we're more had a record well attendance. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, it's, it's really exciting. It's really, um, rewarding. It's very, very humbling. Um, you know, and all that I can say as the artistic director is we're going to keep giving it to you if you want it. And, yeah. uh, and you're proving that you do, which is cool. And, and uh, exciting news is that we've already confirmed for next summer, um, that our concert musical will be performed in the park again at the band show. Again. Again. It and was so well attended and so well received that, uh, true North radio network, already came to us and said we want to do it again we want to make sure that we continue to provide uh you know free access to professional theater and on top of that we can actually announce what the show is going to be yeah so wait before we announce of course we had at the week to inaugurate our fall season and celebrate our 50th anniversary celebrate our 50th anniversary we had a little a little party at art in the loft that's a pretty big party it was a big party um and we announced so much stuff we were like so overwhelmingly about next year and about what's coming in the next five years and what's coming after that and so we announced all of our shows next year uh, the first time in five years literally since 2012 we have not been able to announce our entire full calendar year of programming and we were able to do that this year molly would you like to let everybody know what we're doing yeah so first of all i'm sorry not molly uh kate shade uh no oh my gosh you're you're sarah lawrence we're not going to edit this because that was great material (laughs) oh boy go ahead sarah lawrence (laughs) so our 2018 season will begin as it always does with our children's musical annual youth production annual youth production thank you which is for children 10 to 21 years old which is robin hood a vest ahoy those are both pirate terms 
You know what I mean. Yes. I'm very excited about Robin Hood, because I love... I didn't know Robin Hood was that focused on pirates. It's not at all. I was totally a mistake, and I was trying to cover it up, and now you're <laughs> just bringing me right back down. Well, the pirates are coming later. Hold on. Hoo-ho! Hoo-ho! Be excited. And after... Robin Hood. We are going to be kicking off our Great American Play Project, which is a new programming initiative that the organization uh, is pursuing to uh, provide for our audience not just shows that we think will entertain them, but also have an educational foundation. And with the Great American Play Project, we will continue to focus on the great works of Neil Simon, William Inge, Arthur Miller, and Tennessee Williams to do plays that people are familiar with, but also that, you know, really... Uh, showcase the foundation of mm-hmm. modern American yeah. theater. And that um, really aren't done up in these kind of communities. Well, nothing is done up in these kinds of communities, <laughs> uh, you know, but um, we're so excited to do that. So our first one is going to be The Odd Couple. Yes. And uh, if you go and check out our website, www.thunderbaytheater.com, easy wow. for me to say, we've got all five for the next five years listed, but we yeah. want to focus on the 2018 season, which is why yeah. we're just going to reveal the first one, which is The Odd Couple. Can't wait. What's coming so up excited. after The Odd Couple? And then we're going to be, for the second year, producing our TBT school squared educational tour shaboom shaboom never used that word before um trying new things feeling good (laughs) and this year last year we we took one show to about how many students in michigan three thousand kids in the northern michigan region from alpena to grand traverse it was a Again, humbling and overwhelmingly successful. And then next year, we're actually expanding to three shows. That's right, three folks. Whoa. Uh, Two are for... uh, Kindergarten through five. Kindergarten through through fifth grade. grade, And one is for our junior high and high school students. um, And they are... The um, elementary level school shows are um, Three Billy Goats Gruff, which has a uh, reading focus, Mm -hmm. and the um, uh, Freitag's Pyramid. You know, mm-hmm. uh, introduction, rising action, conclusion, falling action, and conclusion. And then uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears, which is going to have a math focus. So Goldilocks is going to be determining just which bed is the right size using her tape measure and just which porridge is too darn hot based on mm. um, her thermometer and uh, calculation of averages. Very, very exciting stuff. Yes, so exciting. And that uh, those two plays come along with a fun workshop from our teaching artist called Imagination Station. Molly, remember that one. I love that. Um, and then for our, uh, I guess, 6th through 12th graders, uh, we'll be doing a show called Binge the Bard, which is our Shakespeare-focused show. Why binge Netflix when you can binge some of the greatest poetry ever written? Ah, Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, but honestly, Shakespeare is so cool, which we're going to get to in a minute, and we're so excited to bring some of the best and most famous and most most interesting um, dialogue scenes and soliloquies and sonnets all together in a little tightly wrapped bow with the show. So that leads us into our summer season, which is, as we were just talking about, our best attended, most exciting, um, you know, seminal uh, productions that we do here. We will be producing All Shook Up, the music of Elvis Presley, Hairspray in concert, which will be the one that is live at the band shell. Ah. Everybody hold on to your screams. And then we'll be wrapping up our summer season with Annie Get Your Gun. So just a little bit of something for everyone. We've got the Elvis music for the 
folks who are still living in the 50s. We've got hairspray <laughs> for, you know, folks who like to, uh, you know, be challenged by their art. You know, obviously mm -hmm. hairspray has got such an interesting story about... Uh, and also fun music in that one, Of course, too. Yeah. fun music and dancing, mm -hmm. but, you know, the race relations in that, yeah. just like we had with West Side Story. I'm so excited to explore those with our cast yeah. and with our mm -hmm. with our community. And then Annie Get Your Gun, which is possibly one of the most classic musicals yeah. yep. um, that not written by Rodgers and Hammerstein yeah. that everybody can relate to. Uh, yeah. You know, little Annie Oakley with her with her big, big gun. You I love it. get a man with a gun. There it is. Unfortunately, <laughs> I will not be playing I Annie Oakley, but Annie after Oakley, that audition, but, um, why not? Yeah, I mean, did I book it? Almost. Um, so, <laughs> moving, <laughs> moving into forward. our fall season, um, in addition to the Great American Play Project uh, and another programming initiative that we'll announce in a little bit or talk about a little bit, every fall we're going to kick off our season with a jukebox musical. What is uh, a jukebox musical? So a jukebox musical is usually a small cast musical that utilizes uh, very popular music, whether it be the songs of Irving Berlin or the songs of Rodgers and Hammerstein or, you know, popular songs that you would hear on the radio. And uh, rather than focusing on a plot just presents those songs in a way that they are sung beautifully and choreographed well. And, uh, you know, it just makes you feel good when you leave the theater. Yeah. Um, you know, currently we're doing a production of Songs for a New World, which is in our jukebox musical slot. A little bit different than a jukebox yep. musical yep. per se, but it's still a small cast musical with beautiful music uh, that, you know, we're very excited to produce. So next year we'll be doing I Love a Piano, the music of Irving Berlin, I right off the Irving heels. I Love Irving Berlin. <clears throat> I right remember, a little yep. history tidbit for you, uh -oh. um, my first show I ever did at Thunder Bay Theater was White Christmas, and I Love a Piano is in White Christmas, mm -hmm. and it was my favorite song in the show because of the fun tap dancing on top of a little, mm. little grand piano. Love me some It was so fun, so fun, so, so shout out to you all listening who saw that. Right off the heels of, <laughs> right off the heels of Annie Get Your Gun, right into more Irving Berlin. We're very, very excited about that. And Which, then... Something that we are super excited and are starting this fall, actually, with our upcoming production of Hamlet, is our uh, Shakespeare project, which, like the Great American Play Project, we are um, committing to five years of Shakespeare plays and producing those at our theater here in uh, Northeast Michigan. And so uh, this year, like I just said, we're doing Hamlet, and next year we will be doing Romeo and Juliet. Now, one of the things that... Again, as the artistic director, I'm most excited about is that um, our production of Taming of the Shrew in 2016 was the first time that we had that anyone had produced Shakespeare in our region <clears throat> for about a decade. Yeah, quite a while. So um, <laughs> after the success of that play, you know, when I brought up the idea to the board of directors that I was going to be ambitious and I wanted to do five years of Shakespeare, they all said, "Well, how are we going to sell all those tickets?" <clears throat> Which is a valid question. Shakespeare is hard to. <laughs> so after sell doing a lot for. of thinking and a lot of you know soul searching, both artistically and as a businessman, uh, I came up with the idea that we would, in order to ensure that our community would be um, exposed to this work, each of these plays will have a contemporary or pop culture concept. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I will be directing the first two installments, at the very least, of this Shakespeare project. Mm -hmm. And um, our Hamlet is actually going to be set in the world of Alice in Wonderland. And I'm mm. sure that we will have a whole podcast about that in the future. Uh. Because I don't want to waste any more time talking about <laughs> that. Because it's such an outlandish idea. And it's and, such a yeah. challenging concept. But I'm really excited about the work that we're doing uh, mm -hmm. with our designers and with our actors to execute the craziness that I have in my brain, because we are all a little mad here. Um, <coughs> see what a, I did little, there? a little mad. A little mad. Um, our 2018 production of Romeo and Juliet will have a Michigan versus Michigan State 
theme to it, Ooh. and it will be set at a tailgate. So we're very, very excited about what all that will entail, uh, as as some individuals in my close circle are giving me the eye. Uh, <clears throat> I'm very, very excited to uh, you know explore the text <clears throat> and explore that classic story through the veil of something, something that is very real to Northern Michigan. Very residents. real to Northern <laughs> Michigan and, you know, very real to people who aren't normally theater people. That's so we're true. excited about that. Yeah, yeah. And then last but certainly not least, our annual high school production in collaboration with the Alpine High School Maskers is Peter Pan. Peter. And to add a little tidbit of exciting news for that show, who will be directing? Managing director, Molly Stricker, Yay! who is conceivably a lot similar to Sarah Lawrence. But we'll talk about that more later. <laughs> uh, and to add even more excitement and intrigue, <clears throat> what else is happening? What am I going to be doing if I'm Jeffrey not directing the show? Mindock will be playing the role of Captain Hook. Say what? Captain Hook. So, one of the things that we've been doing with our annual high school musical is... Uh, not only do we do we hire two professional actors to stay on as mentors for the students, we also try to involve at least one adult community member who has yep. been gracing our stage or gracing the stage at Alpena Civic Theater for quite some time to show them that even if they don't pursue a career in theater, there's still, still a right and yeah. a wrong way to do things when you're involved in a production mm -hmm. in regards to memorization, preparation, keeping yourself healthy, right. you know, uh, handling... And that theater is, is valuable as a hobby and as, as a love in your life, even if it's not your career. Career, so. so we've been very blessed uh, to have other individuals uh, step up to the plate for that in mm -hmm. the past three years. And uh, when the opportunity presented itself uh, with Molly's interest in directing, I voiced my interest in playing the man with the hook. And I'm very, very excited to uh, be able to work with the students uh, in a very different way. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully lead by example, uh, yeah. not as their director, but as their, their co actor right, and um, right. you know which is really fun for us to to be <clears throat> able to play such a important part in their development as as actors and, and as theater makers really. and that's the whole point of tbt squared which we've yeah. already talked about on yeah. this podcast so that is our entire 2018 season Ooh, robin hood odd the couple. odd couple <laughs> binge the bard goldilocks and the three bears three billy goats gruff all shook up the music of elvis presley hairspray in concert annie get your gun I Love a Piano, the musical of Irving Berlin, Romeo and Juliet, and Peter Pan. <sighs> Who's ready for it's some gonna theater? It's going to be a big year. <laughs> Not only did we announce those shows and those new programming initiatives, we also announced that in 2018, Thunder Bay Theater is going to be going digital. <gasps> Which means that we are going to be embarking on uh, a digital ticketing system. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you can't call ahead and still talk to Molly or myself on the phone and get everything squared away. But it does mean that you can go onto our website and pick your seat and pay for it without having to call us or talk to us, which you still have to do now if you're buying things online <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, in addition to that, we're going to be having an online digital store yes, for some for merchandise. hashtag TBT swag. <laughs> uh, you know, it's going to be easier to make donations and to mm -hmm. stay up to date on our email list and on, you know, you know all these things. We're just yeah. so excited to move into the next uh, century. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the digital age, if you will. Uh, you know, even in here in Little Alpina, you yeah, know, we're I excited mean, to... Um, work with everyone to, yeah. to make this as seamless a transition as possible. Yeah, I mean, for those of you who don't know, um, Jeffrey and Paige and then myself now in this position have to talk to all of you on the phone, which is, I love that. It's great to talk to you 
but then I have to mark in a book, write out a ticket, and it just is Lots very time-consuming, and also is very prone to error. So um, if you've ever had a messed-up ticket at the theater, that will not happen again. We're hoping. We're hoping. Uh, no promises, but that will happen much less with again. this ticketing system, mm-hmm. and will give us more opportunity to be out in the community with you all instead of at our desks writing tickets. We're working very, very hard to improve the the quality of customer experience while right. we're here. Yep. Which actually which leads, us, leads into... us to another big announcement that we <laughs> revealed <laughs> at the season reveal party, which um which is kind of in honor of our fiftieth year, which we're super excited about. Um, that is we're launching a capital campaign. Say what? What? Um, if you've ever been into our building, you have noticed that it is old, which is not a bad thing. Old buildings are beautiful and have lots of history and are really quirky in a, in a fun way. But our building is old and dilapidated, dilapidated and <laughs> in, in no uncertain terms, falling down. Yes. Um, there's a beautiful little slant to our current building Yeah. and we need to fix that if we want to stay in this building, right. in this, in this location in Alpena, which is something that we all agree we really want to do. Right. Yeah. We've been in this building for, I think close to 30 years mm-hmm. now. And, um, we love, like I just said, we love this building, but, um, it's getting really hard to not have long-term fixes on a lot of the problems that we're, that we're bringing up. So, um, we, yeah, so we're hosting a capital campaign to help kind of improve all of those things, fix all of those things so that when we, uh, get more money in the future, we can just improve the the quality <coughs> of the experience for you all instead of having to put a Band-Aid on something for a in addition, term. In addition to improving the customer experience and, uh, you know, the visitor experience here at uh, <coughs> the theater, we also want to continue to improve the quality of life for our employees who, <coughs> excuse me, live at the theater. <coughs> oh my gosh, Wow, I'm dying? so sorry. Do you need the Heimlich? No, I'm like, God bless you, no. <laughs> um, so... Molly, please talk I'll to I'll take him. over. So, uh, if you didn't know, all of our actors, actually, um, who come in, and our technicians and designers as well, who come in to um, work at the theater, live uh, in our upstairs apartments, um, which I'm were... <laughs> which used to be offices um, a long time ago, and now they've been kind of refurbished into apartments. And they are... Uh, not awful, but there are some things in there that really would, it would help the actors, uh, I think, with their sleeping and with well, their... Well, you know, with, with, <laughs> with the restructuring of the foundation of the building and straightening it, uh, some of the cracks in the walls will no longer leak. Yep. Some of the, uh, you know, uh, the most heating problems, yeah. Most importantly, we want to uh, install brand new windows in all of our apartments, which will officially make them year-round residencies, whereas yep. now they're kind of like... Oh boy! As soon as it hits November, everybody better buy a second blanket because right. uh, they're the old, you know, levy system windows that were here right. when the building was acquired. Right. Which again is super quirky and fun, but <clears throat> not super functional not for <laughs> for uh, people living in them today. So we're excited about the capital campaign. We're excited to partner with you all um, to really make everyone's experience at the theater immensely better well and we also you know that's just the beginning we you know we also want to try and renovate and refurbish our lobby we yep. want to put a fresh coat of paint on our building we want yep. to replace and you know uh refurbish all of our seats we want to explore a lighting grid we want to uh you know put essentially start an endowment for the organization yep. we want to put our organization in a comfortable place to move forward yeah. To move forward and to, you know, not have to feel like we're running from anything anymore. Right. We right. are finally in a position to stand on our own two feet and say, we do not need help surviving. We need right. help thriving. Exactly. We need help pushing forward and really becoming, 
you know, <clears throat> what we envision to be what it really means to be Northeast Michigan's only year-round professional yeah. theater, which is having and giving people a reason to come from two or three hours away right. just to see a production, you know, that's, that's featuring um, young professionals from mm -hmm. all over this country. You know, that's already happening, but we want to give even more people a reason and excitement and... Um, the passion and the the thirst to come and make right. sure that they see every Thunder Bay Theater production right. uh, because of all those things. So we're very, very excited about that. Uh, Molly's yeah. been developing that with our funding committee and, you know, little bits of tidbits from, from uh, you know, myself and, and, and mm -hmm. us and Kate Shade. But, uh, you know, we're really excited. This is, you know, one of the reasons that we brought Molly into the organization yeah. and uh, we're excited to see where this goes and, and where it's headed. Speaking of learning more about the capital campaign. Wow. Oh, we're having a we are meeting. having a very special meeting. <laughs> I was like, "What is he talking on about?" On <laughs> October twenty ninth, immediately following our our performance of Hamlet, which will mm -hmm. be on a Sunday afternoon, yep. for anybody who may be interested in learning how they can play a part in yeah. our capital campaign, that's going to be uh, probably the official kickoff date. Yep. Yep. So, um, so we've kind of just announced it as an idea that's going to happen. And, and, and at uh, that moment, we actually need to take a break because we are at intermission of Songs <gasps> for a New World. So ooh. we are going to, the for the first time ever, have an intermission during our podcast. And we will be right back after we serve some people some delicious cans of Coke and York peppermint patties. Thank you so much, folks. We will be right back. We're back. We're back. We're back. I'm eating jelly beans. She is. That's true. That's a true statement. Mm -hmm. So we just got done starting to talk about the capital campaign. The capital campaign. That's right. And the meeting that's coming up on the 29th. That's right. The meeting. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk a little bit more about the meeting? Yeah. So um, at the meeting, we are going to be after the show um, talking about this kind of the specifics of the capital campaign. So um, we're going to talk about some opportunities for naming rights uh, for different spaces and programs and positions at our theater. Um, and we are going to be talking about how each patron and each community member can really get involved with that. Um, this capital campaign is lasting over five years and we are hoping to raise $500,000 within those five years. So it's kind of a long term uh, journey journey, and a, a kind of a cross country run, if you will, instead of a sprint. Um, sports references. Sports right? references from Molly Sugar. Um, so the initial um, kind of method of fundraising won't necessarily be uh, drop your five dollar bill in the bucket, uh, but that is unless coming. You, unless you want unless to, you want to. you're always welcome bucket. to drop your five dollar bill in the bucket. Correct. Um, but we'll do more of those kind of incentive based challenge fundraising in uh, in the later uh, months of the of the campaign. So rumor has it there may be incentive based fundraising regarding my backwards baseball cap, and maybe his beard. Wow. I just put that up there, but um. Wow. But I'm gonna just Hope go with it. <laughs> Hope you all are ready. So um, some fun things like that will happen later in the capital campaign. But um, anyone and everyone, you're all welcome to attend the meeting on the 29th. Even if you don't come to see Hamlet that day, um, you're welcome to just hop in by the theater. We'll have more information about that on our website and Facebook. I'm sure. And um, newsletter. And our newsletter. If you're not a part of our newsletter, go to our website and. Sign Type up. your email in our little sign-up for your newsletter. It's super cool. You get to hear from all of us once a month. Once a month. Speaking of once a month, that's about how often we open a show. 
And what show have we just opened, Molly? Songs for a New World. Uh, there's only one O in Songs for a New World, but I... uh, Molly just really wanted to elongate that vowel. Yeah. Um, so, Songs for a New World, a uh, beautiful little, uh, you know, not jukebox musical, but song cycle. Yeah, it's one of my favorites, personally. Written by Jason Robert Brown. Who is one uh, of my favorites as well. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> so, this show, I think, would be best categorized as uh, what we affectionately like to call it, Not an Alpina Show. Definitely. <laughs> in that, you know, there is no plot. Right. The songs are not familiar to the wide right. reaches of our audience. There's only four actors. And, you know, all of those things involved. And, you know, there's a lot of, um, it's kind of an emotional roller coaster. It very much um, is. You know, and when we're putting together programming, you know, we have to take some risks such as these. Definitely. Um, especially in regards to shows that we think have a message or a purpose or a perspective that we need to share with this community. For sure. You know, on a day-to-day basis, we see all of these catastrophes that are taking place around the world, whether it be, uh, you know, inflicted by humans or inflicted by the weather or inflicted Mm -hmm. by anything else you can imagine. You know, to be able to share a diverse and um, broad perspective in the art that we produce, especially, not to harp on it again, but especially considering the fact that we are the only professional theater for a 120-mile radius, is our responsibility. And uh, it's our duty to the arts community and more specifically the Alpina community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I don't mind being honest about it. You know, ticket sales are not great right now. Right. Because it's not the Marvelous Wonderettes. You right. know, it's, uh, you Something know. Something some people have never heard of. Uh, but the people that are sharing their time with us, you know, which is really what happens when an audience member mm-hmm. comes to a show, you know. Yes, there's an exchange of dollars, but I mean, it's really choosing to actively share your time mm-hmm. with the artists that are working Especially so hard in a to, show like this. to entertain you mm-hmm. and to, you know, make a difference in your lives. Um, you know, I, I believe that, you know, and I've seen in the people that have been able to or, and uh, willing to experience this show a difference that it's making on them. Definitely. Um, you know, so this is our little plug and encouragement that uh, if you are in Alpena or near Alpena in the next week and a half, you know, don't miss this production just because it's not a title that you're familiar with or music that you hum on the radio. Right. Uh, there's a lot of really valuable uh, information, uh, mm-hmm. both emotional and intellectual, yeah. in this production. And uh, we've done so much to this piece to make it more, I think... Um, palatable for our community mm-hmm. the way that this mm-hmm. show is, is is normally produced is that it's a completely blank stage mm-hmm. with uh just the four actors who are singing all the songs what we've done first is added three dancers mm-hmm. uh who are employing you know contemporary and interpretive dance to help tell our stories and and move uh you know the night along and they happen to be three of our high school students yeah and they're uh, doing which incredibly is, um, you yeah. know i know i speak on behalf of our choreographer adrian and uh and as their director i am uh, humbled and proud of the work that they're putting in and their work alone is worth, uh, you know, the hour and a half that we are asking you to come and enjoy uh, yourself at the theater. But then when you get to listen to these harmonies that are soaring above themselves and they're complex and they're, uh, you know, again, diverse. And mm-hmm. it's it's just, a, it's, it's, a, it's an experience. It definitely is. It yeah. is a night. Of, it, it's, it's, it's not just a night at the theater. You're not just coming to watch a story. You're coming to have an experience. Definitely. Um, you know, in addition to that, we've also set the play uh instead of just on a blank open stage we we've set it on the deck of a ship Mm -hmm. uh because for me as the director you know when i think about what this musical is about which is about making choices 
and the fact that no matter which choice you choose, you are still moving in one direction. Mm -hmm. You don't know if you're moving backwards until after the fact. You don't know if you're moving forward until after the fact. You often, you know, feel as though you're moving from side to side, not able to pursue a direction. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, when I think of that, I think of being on a boat and with how connected our community is to the water, whether, uh, you know, recreationally or professionally or or what have you, you know, I just felt like it was only natural Mm -hmm. to put a story that uh, speaks to us in such a way to put it on a boat. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everything that goes along with that and and the work that our designers have done for this production, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are familiar with, with our Facebook and have seen the production stills and they are just breathtaking. Yeah. Uh, you know, the work that our designers have done, Jack Golden, Jonah Schnell, Sarah Lake Rayburn, uh, you know, uh, our, our, our other technicians, you know, Nick Peebles, uh, Benjamin Gaffney, uh, mm-hmm. all of our core company members who have a hand in building and creating the, the tangible aspects of these plays in addition to their work as performers and storytellers is just, uh, uh, it's not something you want to miss. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, you know, sorry that I'm kind of steering this conversation. No, it's but, very um, important. And, and I think the important thing or an important thing to say about not wanting to miss a show is that even if it's not the favorite thing that you've seen, there is such interest in, in looking at the stage. Um, the lighting design and the set are just beautiful. And the way that the costumes just work with that is just amazing. So I think it has something for everything in the sense of, of the songs and the dance, but also in just seeing a theatrical production that's not so realistic, maybe. Um, and, you know, we use some haze on stage, and it's uh, the lighting with the smoke is very interesting, and it's really beautiful and fun to watch, um, besides even hearing the, <laughs> the songs and, and thinking about the stories. And I think that my final, you know, kind of button to put onto the coat is that, you know, obviously as the director of all of our plays here and the artistic director, you know, planning all of these plays here, I love all the work that we do here. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, some you know, obviously love more than others for different reasons, whether it be growth or whether it be, again, the message or, you know, the execution or, you know, the challenges that you overcome. But, um, you know, and I'm proud of every show, but, but this show, I'm, I don't know if there's a word that is greater than proud. But that's how I feel. In all of those areas, this show has just broken what we thought was was possible here. There was a lot of. I mean, this show probably was the most risky for us um, in quite some time, especially at this time of year, you know, uh, doing shows like Seven Brides for Seven Brothers and West Side Story in concert with, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, multiracial casting and things like that. You know, those are risky, but it's still the summertime. We right. still know that we have a lot of people And there's here. still big names that people recognize. Right. Yeah. But, you know, to be able to accomplish what we've accomplished with this play, and whether 200 people see it or, you know, 800 people see it, um, I think that, you know, those 200 people are going to be the ones who got lucky. Yeah. Uh, you know, and mm-hmm. those are going to be the people who tell the other 600. You should have seen that show. <laughs> you shouldn't have missed it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, you know, I'm just really proud of the work of our company and that we, you know, we're not afraid to do work like this. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're we're not afraid to maybe take a little bit of the box office. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, with our Shakespeare project, you know, that's so important. With musicals like this, it's so important. Mm-hmm. I love The Marvelous Wonderettes. I love Nonsense Jamboree. Yeah. Those are important to produce as well but um to be able to produce a a production like songs for new world of what i consider to be a very high quality is uh, not something that should go unnoticed again especially in an underserved community with an underserved population yep and we really Um, want to provide a really wide 
range of of types of shows. Absolutely. Even even the title of a jukebox musical or a small um, company musical is is has so many options within it. Between something like the Marvelous Wonderettes and something like Songs for a New World, there they couldn't be more different. Um, but they require just about the same amount of resources or actors or things like that. So one of my favorite things in this community is when people come to a show and they say, "Wow." That was different. Yeah. Or that wasn't what I expected, but wow. But I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, I didn't even really like it or understand it, but they did a really great job. Right, right. You know, and, and that's that's what the theater is all about. It's about, uh, again, sharing your time with individuals who have devoted their life to... Telling stories to you. Entertaining yeah. you yeah. And, and, you know, challenging you. Right. And, and, yeah, telling you stories. I mean, I know that, you know, I say that a lot and I really believe it. Um but there's some great storytelling being done right now at Thunder yeah. Bay Theater. And uh, if you haven't seen it yet or you don't currently have plans to do that, uh, you know, get on One the plane, weekend, get on the train, so. <laughs> get in the car, uh, get on the boat and, uh, you know, get your get get over here. Um, you know, there's something really special happening here at Thunder Bay Theater and uh, you want to be a part of it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, on, that so, on that note. On that note. Wow. It's been a busy it's been a busy while. I mean, everyone. so on top of everything <laughs> that we just announced, uh, Molly and I just completed writing about ten to fifteen 10 grants. To fifteen <laughs> grants for our educational tour. So mm-hmm. everybody out there, keep your fingers crossed. You know, yeah. if you uh, if you believe in someone higher above, send out some <laughs> prayers prayer for, for us. us. <laughs> Tell us that we didn't just you know waste about fifty hours of our time. Yeah, but we really um, <laughs> want to take this tour to to eventually every county in the state of Michigan, and and so, we are trying to grow every single year uh, exponentially. So in addition to expanding three shows we're also hoping to reach as far south as you know uh flint Mm -hmm. and as far north as escanaba with our tour this year so uh that required a lot of grant writing and a lot of discussions and will require a lot of interviews and a lot of focus and a lot of stamina Mm -hmm. over the next uh you know 10 weeks as we also you know go hot and heavy into hamlet which Mm -hmm. we will talk about in our next podcast yes which Uh, you will want to keep your 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 ears peeled for that one that's gonna be a lot of talk and then uh and then sooner than later i mean what today is the sixth i mean in 18 days we start working with our high school students on meet me in st louis and it's just oh my goodness the train never stops leaving the station but uh seasons go by so i know they do (laughs) so um but you know thanks for listening guys uh you know hopefully you were inspired either about songs for a new world or our capital campaign or Mm -hmm. what's coming ahead at thunder bay theater or all of it um you know we love engaging our community in all these different ways uh specifically uh you know especially our, our younger, you know, audiences, yeah, you know, definitely. through these podcasts. We hope that you're enjoying them. We really do love to get questions to answer on these podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've promised Molly that uh, we will do these more frequently. <laughs> uh, I will make a commitment to get out of the rehearsal room more often <laughs> or just, you know, uh, you know, put down the paperwork and uh, because it's just as important to talk about what we're doing and for you to hear mm-hmm. what's going on behind the scenes and how we're really uh, focused on, you know, becoming a, a nationally recognized regional playhouse yeah. uh, for Alpena and for all of Northern mm-hmm. Michigan. Yeah. And stay tuned for some possibly new content. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, Exciting. I'm interested in kind of sharing more stories from this place and, and the people who come to work here. So, and have worked here and have worked here. So you may be being contacted <laughs> to do an interview or, you come back and work here maybe i'll pull you into the office for the humidor humidor. for a little while and just pick your brain about about like what jeffrey just said why we're doing what we're doing i think it's so interesting and important to share um so yeah stay tuned for that it's gonna be 
One heck of a ride. One heck of a ride. And wow, this 50th anniversary year has been... A whirlwind. A whirlwind. Insane. So successful and so exciting in so many ways. And, and that's the plan. And that's... we're so grateful for you all for being a part of it. Um, like we always say, we're nothing without our audience. Correct. And, <laughs> and uh, we appreciate that a lot. <laughs> so without much further ado, on behalf of Kate Shade. Sarah Lawrence. And Big Fish. Thank you for listening to... Live from, from the... the- Humidor! Humidor. Bye! It's gonna be me.